Okay, welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. This is going to be a little mini episode. We got this last minute because my buddy Vu, who's been a former guest of the show, he called me up and he says, like, dude, you want Kung Lee on your podcast? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, do you want Kung Lee on your podcast? I'm like, uh, I, I, do I not say no? Hell yeah, I want Kung Lee on my podcast. So, folks, today we have a special guest calling in. We have the one and only legendary MMA fighter, legendary Vietnamese actor a legendary fucking i don't know how many more things i can say about him but the one and only kung lee he'll be calling in in about 20 30 minutes so <laughs> you got them all worked up <laughs> yeah he'll be calling it. it's a, he'll, yeah it's all i'll do this whole epic like and here he is no no he's not here no but what we do have is <laughs> in not, 30 minutes is my second favorite vietnamese uh person is mr uh yoshi vu Go ahead. I don't have my I don't have my producer with me. My my uh, sound guy. Your sound guy. <laughs> so I can't I can't fake the the audience. <laughs> What's up, man? Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm glad I could hook it up for you. I actually got in contact got in contact with him online. Yeah, he was working on a, uh, on a new movie. You guys are like best buds now and shit, right? <laughs> I w- no, no, I wouldn't say that. You but, told uh, me you told me your best buds with Kung Lee and our buddy Bruce is best buds with Jason Momoa. Yeah, That's no, what you told me. No. Bruce is like <laughs> the king of all action stars. Yeah, our buddy, he's uh, Bruce is in the room with us right now, but he's also he's like a, a stunt guy. He used to train with us at the Norwalk gym. Remember what was Impact oh, yeah, Zone? Back, the Impact back Zone back in the day. Back in the day, a few years ago, at our little MMA gym we used to have, and uh, yeah. But what you call it? Oh, you know, I told you when I, when I met Keanu Reeves, I brought Bruce up, and he says he knew he knew him, but I think oh, yeah, he was being I racist. Think he, I think. You know what? I, I don't know what he's I think can't, Keanu can't was being racist because so he was like, "Oh, yeah, the Asian dude." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know." No, nah, I'm kidding. Keanu didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah, anyways, what should we call it? Uh, <clears throat> so, what what are you working on currently, man? Uh, right now, I'm working on a show called Nine One One. Um, it's like based on real Nine One One calls, I guess. On real ones? Yeah, based on real Nine One One calls. Oh, so they 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 reenact. They make a, sh- a show. Oh, out of okay. It. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen the show, so I really don't know. <laughs> uh, to be clear, like what you do in the business is like uh, basically you're the CGI guy, right? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you're gonna insert that for every corny ass <laughs> joke we tell. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> That's good. That was stupid. Wasn't that bad? I'll check the levels of that. <clears throat> That's what you're currently working. What 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 are you, what kind of projects are we expecting to see from you and, that you've already worked on that had just kind of come uh, out? Yet? I've been working on the show Marvel's Runaways. Yeah, yeah. My buddy was just telling me about that. Uh, yeah, it's real good. I made the Murder Box. I don't, okay, I, don't know I haven't checked. It's on Hulu, but so Hulu, so yeah, it's I, on, I need to. Yeah. And uh, I also work on a show called The Orville with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I designed his uh, his his pod, his, oh, okay. his little ship that he drives on Earth, and. Uh, yeah, I actually am a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't checked it out yet, but I know that Seth MacFarlane's new. Uh, it's like a wannabe Star Trek, right? Yeah, and is it, that why I, you're a fan I of the show? I actually like it's, it better than the new Star Trek. Because I'm a, I know it's you're more a, Star Trek than a new Star Trek show. I know right? you're a big Star Trek guy. Is that why you like that? Oh, the, I, the I do. It, it's it? basically like more Star Trek. You you couldn't really, uh, you know, you couldn't really say yeah. it any other way. You you're watching. I know uh, uh, we were talking about it earlier, but you're watching uh, Black Mirror. You saw the first episode of the new season. The one I, that, I saw the first two. Yeah, the the one that's based on the star, the old Star Trek series. I, I like that episode. Yeah, a lot. I, mean, that's, I, I think that's I, one I of my favorite a, ones. I got a big kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
are we going to talk about it? We're going to say spoilers in case anybody's listening. Yes, I mean this is I, when this comes out. It should be like <coughs> mid February. So anybody, you know, whoop de whoop that. If you haven't, if you're not watching Black Mirror by now, oh man, go fuck yourself, dude. That is literally the best show on television right now. I agree. Yeah, you too. Uh, <laughs> so you saw the you saw the first two episodes. Uh, I know the the ship is the Star Trek is the first episode. What's the second one? Uh, the overprotective mom. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one as a. It takes helicopter parent to an extreme. <laughs> oh yeah. It Aside a, from yeah. Well, the end of the, the first episode, okay. Yeah. Uh, how how did you perceive that ending? Like, what did you take it as? What was going to happen after that? I, I like I, now. I want to see a spinoff show of them, <laughs> them in uh, cyberspace. Completely. Right? That's like, all I want to see. You're immortal in cyberspace. Yeah. You don't have any family. You don't have to go home. You're you're a clone. One hundred percent. Yeah. You're, you're free. Yeah, that's what I. That's the one thing I changed. Though. I, I'd give myself a a, um, a dick or a vagina if I was a man or a woman. <laughs> yeah, they were Ken and Barbie dolls, basically. So it's funny because they're like, "Oh, is that dude just gonna die?" I'm like, "Well, I don't think so because I think he's stuck in there all night until the yeah. battery on his receiver on his head runs out or whatever." It, it, yeah, if that like, I, <coughs> I figure like that's the way I perceive it. You know? I, well, I figure. Well, I I thought like coma, like induced coma, like that that kind of thing. So he'll get snap out of it eventually. But if you look, oh no, I won't spoil it for you because you you said you're only the first two episodes. Two, first two. Okay, yeah, because yeah. on the last episode, there's a callback to that to that uh, to this episode, so then it kind of gives you a hint. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a new one for the show. Well, the 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 last episode is kind of a spoiler to the previous season. Not a spoiler. I'm sorry. Easter eggs all over in the backgrounds to the previous seasons and the current this current oh. season too. So it's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm thinking like you. So if you agree with me, it's the best show on television right now, right? And there's a lot of great, great shows, especially Netflix. But uh, like Peaky Blinders, I don't know if you're watching that. That's a great show. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I loved the first episode because it had the uh, actor Jimmy Jimmy Simpson, uh-huh. right? Yeah, he, that, was, he was in Westworld, and it had a very Westworld feel to it. I don't know if yeah, you've seen Westworld. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a well, Westworld is even a, uh, that itself is a remake of. Oh yeah, previous the, the, the uh-huh. nineteen was it nineteen seventies? Yeah, nineteen seventy. Three, uh, right? I, I'm Michael, not sure. Michael Crichton, yeah, uh-huh. directorial debut. Yeah, uh, which is that whole like, what's going to happen when AI comes in, or when you know that kind of like what constitutes consciousness? Yeah, I mean that that that's one of those philosophical questions that's been asked even pre- pre- to ever the, the first robot being built, right? It's, right. We're always trying to <clears throat> to philosophically ask that question. I think Black Mirror is a perfect example of the possibilities of a dark uh, future in the very near future, though, right? Yeah. Like you just earlier today, we're, we'll talk about it now. But you you showed me that VR, uh, the Oculus. Yeah, the Oculus Rift. Dude, man, legit. Well, what, okay, so there's this simulation where it looks like you're at the top of a skyscraper over over an edge, and like you, I'm sure you've done this to everybody who you've had to try them on, right? But you yeah. pushed me a little bit, and I and I felt the jump. <laughs> I felt the little jump in my heart going like, oh, Dude, there's a, there's, it felt so one, real. There's one that's even scarier. It's, yeah, it's like a, a high tightrope walking thing. Uh huh. A simulator, and they actually try to tell you like it's more fun if you put an actual two by four down yeah and you actually try to walk across the plank and it, the, the game actually lines up with the two by four. Oh, so you, is that right yeah Fuck. and when you fall off it actually shows you fall it's scary as shit you, I, I bet man yeah you and gotta that, see and it, and it felt that the, like oh my god this is the future is now thing. <laughs> it really did feel like i was in the in a black mirror episode or whatever the fuck you want to call it but yeah yeah it was pretty cool but that's where we're headed right that's that that near dystopian dark future and apparently they already have like porn for it, which I'm sure. That's the first thing they say, right? Whenever you want to go to a new medium in uh, in in uh, in technology, the video gamers and the porn guys are the first. Are whatever they choose to accept is that's what's going to get blown up first. Yeah. 
What were we looking up now? No, I was just gonna. I had the volume all the way down. I was gonna oh. show you the. the... <laughs> Edit is dead air. Oh. Is that the Oculus shit? Okay, so what we're looking at now is like other um, examples of the uh, virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> You see, he's like freaking out. What he's seeing is him falling, so he's like freaking out on the floor. Oh yeah. So, sure. so what you're seeing is this guy. He thinks he's falling, but it's all in VR. That was pretty so, cool because somebody pushed him off the like rail, uh, whatever the, the four by four, the plank, yeah, the yeah the the plank, tightrope. <laughs> uh, VR. It's got a VR game, Richie's Plank Experience. I guess that's his. Plank. Yeah, Richie's Plank Experience. That's that's the name of the thing. But uh, <laughs> I, I haven't had Steve try this yet, and I gotta. I don't know if I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'll turn that off. And just yeah, yeah, no, that's fun, here. man. That's so, <laughs> man, that's so funny, man. Uh, so, what are you up to, man? What you been up to with your time off? Because you, you, uh, you've been sick lately, uh, right? Yeah, I've been working on a, a, a couple of movies freelance. Uh, the, the one for Kung Lee. I'm not going to say anything. I'm sure if he wants to, he'll say it himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's on, then, it's on IMDb, right? Yeah, uh, but you know, I'll let him talk. About okay, it. And cool. The other cool one promote. is uh, another one with. Um, Scott Atkins and Michael Bisping and Tony Jaw. Nice. Um, Those are three big names right there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> three big names. Yeah, yeah. in different uh, worlds. <laughs> and yeah, so they're doing their own movie, but that's separate from Kung Lee's movie. Who I guess now, from what I hear, you might even have a, a fight scene with uh, in this in an Aquin film, right? <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't know. We'll, You're gonna we'll be the uh, the big Asian guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Scott, okay. yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be Jason the big, Scott Lee. Gonna be the big villain in both. <laughs> gonna be the Bolo Yang, the Scott, Jason Scott Lee guy. Gonna be it. the Bolo Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gonna be you, or are you gonna be uh, who's the one from Kickboxer, the first one? Damn, I forgot the name. Kobu. You break my record. I break you. Yeah. I break you. One hundred percent. Like yeah. I break your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gonna be you, man? Yeah, that's it. Right, right. Why not? <laughs> Screw it. Do you have any experience in uh, in front of the screen? Once I played a small role in uh, Star Trek Renegades. That's right. Yeah, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, I think, I actually, a... I remember you called me for that to see if I wanted to come. I come down, but I was obviously working. I was yeah, away. Yeah, that was. Uh, my, my, my acting fr- is hard. Oh yeah, you're telling me. My first, <coughs> fil- you know, a buddy of mine. A shout out to him because he's been on the show before, and he he gave me an opportunity. But uh, Michael Gonzalez, uh, whose film, uh, Dog Ship Records, which is he put out on YouTube free completely. So on him, anyways. But my first experience with that, I was like, oh yeah, it'll be fun. You know, I'm supposed to be like the comic, a comical relief doing that one yeah. thing. I was so bad at it, but he ended up editing it really, really well, so make me not look as bad. I was like, oh yeah. my god, thank you so much for that. <laughs> thank you for cutting out like 20 minutes of a scene into like three minutes of okayness. You know, that's, that's awesome. how bad it is. Yeah, I, I didn't think you, you never know until you're there, right in front of the. You never know. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's harder than it looks, and yeah. that's why people are like oh. Like what? What do they talk about? Um, method acting. Uh-huh. Like, well, why? Why did they do that? It's so dumb. I've heard people say, "I'm like, well, hey, whatever, what helps? Whatever I needs, mean, yeah, whatever." Yes, that's so funny, man. <clears throat> what are you looking at right now? More stuff for coming? No, just laughter sounds. Fucking <laughs> around. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be? You're gonna be not the sound guy for this episode? <laughs> I mean, you said you have no sound guy, right? Not right now, no. <laughs> if somebody wants me to be the sound guy. Oh, it seems like they do. Oh, my God. Look at that audience reaction. Oh, my God. We're literally in an apartment right now with a dog next to us on the, on the couch. Very lonely apartment. <laughs> uh, you're full of lies. There's a, there's a huge studio yeah, audience. Yeah, we're, we're doing here. this what live. We're at the Largo right now. 
on uh, Wilshire. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, come on, everybody. <laughs> even even when I was live, I never heard those sounds from my audience. <laughs> when I was doing stand up, fuck that. <laughs> oh well, that's on you, man. Yeah, know. that is on me. <laughs> my crappy ass jokes. No, you have good jokes. Yeah, but. Uh, what what about you, man? Who are your favorite comics right now? Are you watching any? Uh, I haven't seen the new Tom Segura thing, but I, I uh, really like Tom Segura. Yeah, he's really fan. good. Are you do you listen to his podcast with his girl? Uh, yeah, I, I like the Joe Rogan podcast. The funny thing is, um, I like I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan's stand up. That's so funny. Yeah, I said the same yeah, I mean, thing. I don't think it's bad. Like, I think it's funny stuff. It's just, I guess it's it's not for me. No, no, no. Because I it's say the same, same with thing. Dave Chappelle. Like. I like Dave Chappelle's stand-up, and I yeah. like Joe Rogan's stand-up, but it's yeah. not like it doesn't get me like laughing out loud the way like Tom Segura's does. I, I I say the same thing because like I, I listen to his podcast, I like his commentary for the most part, but I'm just the main thing that he's known for, which is comedy. I'm not that's not my it, it, it's not that it's not bad, but it's not uh, in tears laughter, you know, yeah. which is how most people like Bill Burr gets me in tears. Yeah, same thing. You know, yeah, like, that kind of, you know that kind of thing. But, but I've noticed Bill Burr's uh, comedy, his delivery's changed. Yeah, you think uh, so? His latest special that I saw, and I think it has to maybe it has to do with the fact that now he's like he has his own cartoon show. Yeah, which, so the way which he is really good. His jokes <laughs> now is is almost like he's setting up a scene, like like when he's talking about like the submarine thing and he's talking about the yeah, he's painting your picture and he's yeah. doing the soundtrack <laughs> yeah. and he's uh, painting you a picture. So I almost feel like him working, having worked on a, his own show now, has he, evolved his has stand-up. evolved the way he, he does his stand up. Now it's more like he's, he's not in a bad way too. Not in a bad way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely like, yeah, he, he he's definitely. Well, I like when you like someone from very early on, and then you can see how their stand-up has changed because everyone's stand usually does change because you get from your setup and punchline kind of jokes, then eventually you get to your uh, <coughs> story mode telling jokes, and yeah. then you eventually you get to your like preacher jokes where you're just. Kind of like uh, del- delivering the gospel, you know, to some people, whatever. Yeah. But I, I do like how you can see they evolve changes. And yeah, I have noticed from his early standups to now. Uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, I, maybe I got to pay attention a little there, bit. There more. was one joke that I remembered, and I don't know. I don't want to take credit for it because I heard it somewhere, and I don't know if I'm telling it right. But it, it, it's long winded. It's one of those like long story jokes. Yeah. But uh, it starts off with a, a guy, I, I may have told you before, but a guy, he, he thinks his wife is cheating on him. Mm-hmm. So, in order to find out what's going on at home, he goes to the pet store and asks the pet store owner, uh, hey, what's, what's you have a talking parrot? I need one that's super smart, your smartest one, so he can, you know, tell me what's going on at home. Yeah. And the pet store owner goes, yeah, I have this one parrot, he's the smartest one, there's only one problem, he only has one leg. He goes, okay, so yeah. what you do is you put him on the stand, and he'll grab the stand with one foot, and he'll take his dick and wrap it around the other side, and that's how he stands up, Okay, like a little hook. And he's like, okay, well, that's weird, whatever. Yeah. Takes the bird home, goes to work, comes home after the first day. Hey, parrot, what happened today? The parrot goes, well, the mailman came, he gave your wife the mail, and he left. Second day, hey, parrot, what happened today? Well, the mailman came, gave your wife the mail, she invited him in for tea. They talked about politics, and then he left. Okay, third day. Hey, parrot, what happened today? Well, the mailman came. He gave your wife the mail, and then they started making out in front of the fireplace. He's like, okay, what? then what? He goes, well, then you, your wife took her clothes off, and she's got an amazing rack. He goes, <laughs> okay, but what happened next? He goes, I don't know. I popped the boner and fell off. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> it's like a long thing for like a little punchline. Such line. a little punchline, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was all right, though, yeah. Yeah, not too bad. It's a good table Obviously, comedy. Obviously, I am not a comedian. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's a good table comedy. <laughs> there you go. Give yourself that. As long as you... <laughs>
What what else are you watching? That's any any good on uh on either Netflix or Hulu, or whatever the fuck. Well, yeah. Well, we mentioned Westworld, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Westworld. Uh, Punisher just finished Punisher not too long ago. That was great. I you know I I finished Punisher and it made me want to restart season two Daredevil and I'm redoing season two Daredevil right now and I actually think his portrayal during Daredevil is probably better than his own solo series. But Punisher. That I, I thought it was great, man. I thought it was legit. Like, the, I'm surprised they went with the angle they're going with, with dealing with like PTSD and actual veterans and shit like that. I'm yeah. so, really surprised about that. But I'm not disappointed. Like, yeah, that's actually more intense than I, I thought. I was gonna they were gonna give us that kind of like action field kind of more. Yeah, thing. and uh, obviously based on the show, if you've been in the military, you're a badass fighter. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't matter what branch you wear. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. The kid in the army goes in. Oh my god! Fights a dude with the leg. I'm like, since when? <laughs> so you go to the army and you you do shooting double leg takedowns and freaking okay. I, yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, <coughs> okay, he must have been part of the fight team or something. Like, not nah, just regular veteran dude making his yep. outside. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So weird. Man. I'm gonna grab another beer. You want one? Oh yeah, you know. Okay. What? Uh, what was it? What was the story? Oh, so, uh, yeah. One of my friends. Out here. A little closer here. Yeah. No, yeah. one of my friends. He's... There you go. Uh, big pothead. So I'm, I'm sitting there, and he's smoking, you know, having a jolly time. Anyways, so I forgot what we were talking about, but but the point is, he he goes, "Hey, remind me after this. Uh, I got something I want to say. I want to tell you a story, but I got two things I want to tell you. But I, I want to tell you the second thing before I tell you the first thing." <laughs> Otherwise, this, I'll forget the second thing. And this is how he's doing it, just yes, really yes. weird. Yeah, he goes, and, and before I forget the second thing, fuck, I forgot the first thing. <laughs> that was the end of that. Okay, that was the end of that conversation. So anyways, a little later, same guy, same guy. He goes, hey, so um, it was either in a movie or a video game we were just watching recently. The guy was using a double-barrel shotgun, okay. okay, but it was it was vertically, you know, it's split, top and bottom barrel. And so my friend looks at me and he goes, so that shotgun, right, it has the sight on top, the iron sight. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, so wouldn't that be accurate to the top barrel and not the bottom? I'm like, okay. okay. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, but if you're shooting, what if you aim with the top sight and the the bottom one's not going to be accurate? I'm like, it's a fucking shotgun. Yeah, uh, first of all. <laughs> it's a shotgun. He goes, not a sniper rifle, wait, either. what? Oh, yeah. I guess it wouldn't matter. I'm like, yeah, because your area that you hit, I guess, is going to be slightly higher on the top barrel than the bottom. I mean, what the fuck do you want? I mean, the spread of pellets is going to be slightly off. Oh, my off. God, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. I'm off I'm off by uh, four inches. Like, what, what do you do say for that? Yeah. Have you gone shooting lately? Uh, not too recently. I think the last time I went shooting was probably like you know, three, four months ago. Oh, okay. That's a, yeah, that's a, yeah, I went like three, four weeks ago was the last time I went. I've been shooting a lot more lately. You know what I've been practicing is my my quick quote unquote quick draw. What is this? Oh, nice. And that obviously is not loaded, right? No. Okay. Well, you're pulling out. Oh, damn. This is nice too. You put compensators for this too. Yep. And skeleton grip. Fucking great. Yeah, the skeleton looks dope. Showed him my 1911 Ruger that I have in a secret location. You know, for home protection. I have one of those books too, by the way. One of those like I have two of those. those oh, fake yeah? ones. Yeah. This is fucking dope, dude. Well, there's a mag in there too. Well, I'm not inserting that. The yeah, fucking grip is awesome on this too, dude. Isn't it nice? Yeah, man. Even it even feels good. Aside from looking cool, it feels great. Yeah, I got a skeleton grip. In case you guys are wondering, aluminum skeleton grip. 
Sides are cool too. I got it on. Sides I think are. I got it on Amazon. The sides are perfect too, man. Yeah, dude. Those night, fucking night are awesome. Sides. Yeah, night. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Night sides, homie. That's that's good shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny, dude. <clears throat> so we're expecting a call from him in the next <coughs> eight minutes, give or take. Yeah, give or take. All right, so we're gonna have Kung Lee on the podcast. I wonder what we're gonna talk about. I didn't do that much research for it because I figured from right here he likes to talk. He, he probably, if he wants to promote, he'll promote the shit of his latest film and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So talking to him, uh, have you guys developed like a certain like friendship or whatever since you've been working together? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd call it that. I guess acquaintances. Acquaintances. Oh, it's I, enough I to, that you guys yeah, have each other's number, right? He can, he can talk to me, you know, and just bounce ideas, and I can talk to him. At this point, I mean, it's still professional. You know, it's not like I, I call him up and be like, hey, man, you want to go grab a beer? Yeah. <laughs> but does he live locally? No, I think he lives in San Jose or Northern San California. Francisco, somewhere, somewhere up there. But if you were to, thing. like... We used to train together in the same, you know, MMA gym. Yeah. And we were, you know, that was what, 2011? Yeah. 2010, 11, around that time, right? So we were just said like seven years ago, like, hey, dude, you know, seven years from now, you're going to have Kung Lee in your phone and you're going to be able to call him whenever That's you funny. want. <laughs> right? Would you have thought that? Yeah. It, it was it? I think the last time I talked to you, me and Keith had just, uh, we had just had drinks with rampage yeah that's actually Keith took my spot i had to work i was out of town yeah i was supposed I to go there to yeah, that's right it was supposed to be me with you in rampage yeah. yeah but uh yeah i ended up having to be out of town uh i think i was like in st louis i'm like it was no, not even anywhere near where like oh yeah me, let me make it work it wasn't it was like it was hey but at least ridiculous. you got a uh, ronda marcos's gloves right dude like and she's still like following me on instagram ever since that here's the weird thing about that i, I don't know if i'm telling the story but so I'm watching Tough, you know, Tough 20 that she was on. And I usually don't like, you know how UFC has depleted so much, mm-hmm. especially after that year. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's for the bell. It's a new division. Fuck, I'll check out the show. I ended up watching the first episode and like, okay, who do I like? Who I don't like? Random Marcus is the girl I like. Legit, like, oh, shit. You know, I like homegirl, right? She's fucking Iraqi. She's Canadian. I like both those things. I like both those countries. I've been both, you know, and so I'm like, oh, fucking cool. So I ended up like let me let me let me follow her on Instagram whatever. I follow her and I end up like um, sending her a message in Arabic, <laughs> right? Because I speak a little bit, and, I, and what I tell her, of course, I tell her in Arabic, like, oh, you know, you're real pretty, you know, I like you, whoop de whoop, right? That kind of, and uh, I hope to see you succeed, that kind of thing. She replies back on the thing and then ends up following me. I was like, oh shit, you know, that, that's fucking crazy. So it's even like some of my pics sometimes. Like she she's getting cool online though. This is all online shit. Next thing you know, you tell me you're moving to, and I know like all about it. Next thing I know, you're telling me you're moving to Detroit or Michigan. Yeah, and, and I'm then, like, oh, she's my teammate. <laughs> and you tell me you joined a gym. You tell me you joined a gym. And I was like, hey, dude, uh, um, you know, I tell you, M- uh, who Miranda Marcos is. She's at MTT, or whatever, uh, Michigan top team, not in Michigan. What's it called, Michigan? Uh, uh, I think it's it Michigan top team. Yeah, it is right. And then you didn't even really know who she was, right? You didn't, so you weren't even. No, really I knew. I, I was. I knew who she was, but I I, I didn't follow. You know. As heavily as you, right, I guess. right, and then I tell you, like, oh, dude, like, <laughs> like I knew the name, right, I, right. I would not have recognized the face, just like right. Now. I, I probably would have been like, oh, she looks familiar, like, yeah, I've seen her somewhere, you know. And I was like, oh, dude, Randa trains out of there. You're training there, like, what like, do I recognize Darren? Darren, yeah, Darren, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And then um, he's with Ryzen now, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah. 
and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then, and like, now I don't know if this is true or not, but you told me that she did like, it wasn't just an online thing. Like she did point me out out of like, oh, that's your friend or something like that. Like she, she, re- she remembered, your, she remembered your name or something like okay, that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That was like, uh, that was like a legend. Like, oh, Randy really does know who I am. I'm just like, some random dude. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she just told me that. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm going being, with my my dream. I'm being perfectly honest here. <laughs> I'm going with my illusion. No, but thank you for that because I remember you gave me a birthday oh, yeah. message from her too. So that was one of my favorite. Like, fucking. <laughs> I still have those gloves too. They're mounted. That was Kung Lee texting me. He's like, yeah, I give give him some time. He's getting ready. Yeah, yeah, for sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I still have those because uh, uh, as a birthday gift, I got like autographed gloves from her, and mm-hmm. uh, I still have them like mounted with her picture. Um, uh, on my that doesn't like, sound creepy thing. at all. <laughs> mounted with bit. her picture. What, it, it, you got it, candles too. Yeah. I <laughs> Wait, do you? Uh, I like candles. That has not unrelated. I just happen to have them uh, next to her. You know. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Darren. Darren was like, "Oh, uh, I try to get her panties." For yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man, fuck it. Dude. I put those on the shrine too. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, do you, do you still, uh, no, not anymore, hon. Huh? Do you still keep in contact with Darren or? or... Not really. No, no. I haven't, I haven't talked to them in, I, I say over a year at least. Mm. Where are you trying, are you training right now or no? No, I haven't been training lately. It's been a while, just work, right? You just, just work, work. heavy yeah, work? Yeah, I mean, look at me, I'm like half the size I was. Yeah, you I'm do look like, like a little. I'm like 176 now, not on purpose, not no, like. No, I know, you You told me you were trying to bulk up a little bit, right? Yeah, but I, I went the opposite way, just, just working so much and not eating. Yeah. You know what I mean, like no appetite, like just. Maybe I need to go smoke some weed or something, get like munchies so I can eat. I don't hey know. man, it's legal now, man. It's California right? now. Apparently, so you can do your thing, you know. Thank God. Yeah, they told us like uh, where I work at, we have to check people, and as soon as January first hits, we treat it now as cigarettes. That's that they told like that's what I told them, you know like hey now it's not a big deal anymore, you know just treat them you know obviously you know lighters and eyes, but as far as weed control, no longer a contraband, just treat it as cigarettes. Like, all right, yeah, that's cool with me. Yeah, that like makes shit easier. Up, right? That makes shit easier. Yeah, eighteen and up, I think. Right. Um, I'm mean, It's the future. VR. Like, I'm not Optimus like a... Rift. Weed being legal. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, we're in fucking Black Mirror episode, man. <laughs> that's funny. What's that? You're not what? Uh, no, nah, I forgot what I was getting at. You're not a big weed guy, or something. I was, I'm not like a big weed guy, but I'm all for it being legalized. I mean, I don't, I don't see why it should be illegal. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm really the same way about all substances. I, I, I agree. You know, like, but weed is, is one of those things where it got such a bad rap for obvious fucking like propaganda reasons. Yeah, it's, it's so stupid that here's the way I see it. I yeah. mean, I know, I know, I'm probably gonna get, I can get a lot of hate for this, uh-huh. but I'm almost like, I almost, I'm not saying I catered to this line of thought, but it's almost like survival of the fittest, uh-huh. like. Out in the wild, if you have some like bear cub going off and chewing on some poisonous plants, and he won't, yeah. he won't stop, and he ODs on some poison berries, he's gonna die. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's on him. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like everything should be legal. But you know, you know, I just thought about it. Maybe it's also like you're a danger to other people too, which is where the problem with the gray area goes in. Like, Maybe that, like drinking and driving. Yeah, you're a danger to others. Yeah, well, we control it, though. It's yeah. legal, but it's I mean, not without it, its restrictions, right? Ideally, mm-hmm. it would be controllable. Yeah, but ideally. that's what I'm talking about. Like, it, it's it's uh, We should treat every drug the way we treat alcohol. It's legal, but not without its restrictions. And, you know, if if somebody gets drunk uh, <laughs> and, and gets alcohol poisoned and dies, yeah, that's on him. That's, like you said, survival of the fittest. It's the stupid fuck that didn't know when to call it quits, right? Yep. It, that's the same way we treat a heroin addict or a crack addict or whatever the fuck addict you want to call it, you know? 
And I mean, the vices are vices, right? The problem, I, I mean, I feel with people, it's like a, a excess. It, excess is the issue. Too many cheeseburgers in fucking queue. Too many milkshakes. Whatever the substance is, but too many of anything is bad for you. Too much drugs, obviously. So it's really on the person's choice. Like, dude, if you wanna, if you wanna overdo it and fuck yourself up, that's on you, man. Nobody else. Yeah, Go ahead. Me, yeah. yeah. So that's that's just uh, <laughs> you know that's my thoughts on like people taking things to extreme. Like, well, that's that's your issue. The balance is right there. But, dude, yeah, finally, like, uh, like I missed real... Rampage. I fucking missed... Uh... So there's somebody else that I... I... Somebody, I think, was it Cyborg? I don't remember. But there was, <laughs> I tried to hook you up a couple times, meeting Rampage or getting someone on your podcast. Didn't work out. But finally, we got a, got a, got a huge star here, huh? This, this is legit the biggest star we've had. The, uh, who, who, we've interviewed, like, Charlie uh, Crazy Horse. Bennett, you know, and he, I think he was high as shit when I interviewed him because he was like, have you ever seen his Facebook, uh, his Instagram live videos? No. They're, they're funny, but they're like funny in a real like trailer park boys type of way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's out there, legit out there. And I'm not saying that he's not on a substance. Well, I'm not saying he's not on PEDs, but he's on a substance. He's on something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I got like a little quick five minutes from him. <laughs> that was about all we got. But yeah, this is a legit interview from him. I appreciate you hooking it up, number oh, one. Yeah. But man, it, it, it's pretty cool just talking to someone like, oh man, dude, I used to fucking root for you, man. You know, like that, that's kind of oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, you know, some especially the anything like pre two thousand eleven. Anybody from that era is in that whole like Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell era. Yeah, you know, he can shine. What were you saying? I was saying like me and Dan and uh, Keith were talking about DC and Marvel and. Uh-huh. Like, why, um, I guess he likes Marvel better, at least in the movies. Dan does. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. And I think it's, it's, I like Marvel better overall just because it's like, in DC, like, if you look at a Superman, Wonder Woman, all the major characters from the Justice League, even Green Lantern, they're basically gods. Hmm. Even they're Green so Lantern? powerful. You mm. know what I mean? Like, they're basically gods. Mm. Like, if you take any member of the Justice League, they're usually going to stomp an average member of the Avengers. Batman will prep time takes anybody on that cult thing, right? Well, yeah. no, I'm talking about like, yeah, like even Batman the Human, but I'm talking about like you put Green Lantern against the Avengers, he, he's gonna basically stop them. Superman, Wonder Woman. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're more powerful in, <clears throat> overall. Like, but when someone shows up at that powerful, that power level, like Thanos, mm-hmm. it's a really big deal. And it's like it's almost like when everybody's powerful, nobody's powerful, kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, that was kind of the problem with. Uh... With uh, <clears throat> writing for Hulk or Superman in, in general. Right. We're calling in the Kung Lee now. Okay, let's do it to it, man. <coughs> Hello. Hello. Good day, sir. Mr. Kung Lee, this is Yoshi. What's up, Yoshi? How you doing? Uh, doing good. I'm here with uh, my friend Steve, who runs the podcast here, Snooze and Booze. How you doing, Mr. Leo? Honored to honored, uh, speak with you. I'm, I'm a big fan. Good, good. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Yeah, when uh, Yoshi hooked it up, he told me like, "Oh, come on, come on through." Kung Lee is my best friend. He'll do it for me. He's that- lying. He's lying. <laughs> yeah, well, um, Yoshi actually uh, hooked me up some pretty badass three D shit. So you know, I'm just uh, you know, um, I, I don't want to just be the taker, right? So I just gotta, uh, you know, you you, you get you receive, you gotta give back. So ah, uh, well, we definitely really appreciate it. Well, what, what's he working on? With you have a movie coming up. I actually got um, I got this movie called Code Name the Dragon, 
and um, it's basically about uh, a rise of like a like uh, like an Asian kind of like action star. Basically, that's like my approach to it. Where everyone knows who James Bond is, everyone knows who John Rambo is, everyone knows who Jason Bourne is. But like you know, James Bond, you know, no one knows how James Bond becomes Double Seven, and this right. is where um, a journey of a guy who loses pretty much you know everything his family you know um and uh, his wife who's pregnant and um kind of kind of like punisher meets uh you know um uh like taken james bond (laughs) (laughs) shit you sold me a ticket Uh, that sounds awesome yeah yeah so that sounds great so i mean i know you've been doing a lot of movies lately and i'm a big fan i love that that those like action uh genres movies as like almost like a reliving of the 80s we're having a good resurgence on like action movies right now and uh that's where you've been kind of going for in your lately in the in your road right you've almost had at this point more movies than fights right um I, I'm, I'm getting up there you know i think uh, right now my my I still have more MMA fights, but um, the, you know the movies catching up. I'm very selective of what movies I do. I'm not. I don't jump at everything, and you know I pass on you know probably um, more projects than I uh, than I'm working. You know I'm, I'm very selective. I'm very careful with uh, you know the projects that I do because you know I don't want to get stuck in or you know get stuck or stereotyped any more than I am. Right, so um, you know, I, I feel like I have the you know leading man qualities, and um, you know, I just got to produce them and raise funds for them and do the movies that will you know sh- make me shine instead of make someone else shine. Yeah, so. absolutely, and and you're a great representation of the Asian culture of Vietnamese specifically. But, but dude, I was watching like a, a highlight reel of you. You look bigger than you have in even some of your cage performances. Like you, you've got really gotten great, great shape lately, man. Have you have your routine changed like from being an action star from your as an MMA fighter? What's your workout routine been? Well, as an MMA fighter, if I'm lifting heavy, it slows me down, right? Mm. So, like a lot of people don't realize that you know it's it's, it's like speed makes power. So a lot mm. of my training as an MMA fighter, I. I did a lot of explosive stuff, speed stuff. So it kind of like tore down my muscles and I'm not building up like, you know, to, to look like really good. And actually my last three fights in, uh, uh, in, in, in the UFC, not, not, sorry, my first three fights in the UFC, I was always injured. So I never had a really great camp halfway through the camp. I mean, like against Vanley, you know, King Mo, mm. you know, did slam me down, cracked my rib, and then uh, you know, and then after um, after that, I had to get back in shape, and then uh, you know, let everything heal, and then I actually had a, a like a like a little knee surgery um, from from training, and then I, you know, I you know, I, I recovered, and I fought Patrick Cote, and then you know, um, and then after that, I fought Rich Franklin, but I, with the fight with Patrick Cote, I thought I broke my foot, and I really really didn't. I wasn't able to do like serious cardio. I was doing a lot of stationary, like Aerodyne, Versa Climber, like, you know, really um, no impact on the foot. And right. I didn't really able to, I wasn't able to start kicking paddles until two weeks before the fight, but I did a lot of hands and, you know, and I caught, you know, Rich Franklin 
because I did a lot of film study. I know every time he kicks to the leg, he's going to drop his hand. And, you know, the first couple punches, I when, when I do my punch, I it was like air ball. I was like, I didn't even come close to the, to the rim, right? So I didn't even hit net. And, then, <laughs> uh, you know, then, you know, I think after the fourth or fifth one, when I connected, it was it was game over. And and then, then, then I finally, no injuries. And then, uh, you know, um, with all the UFC bullshit saying that, uh, you know, they, you know, you know if I want to fight, I have to do this, you know, UFC China, be like the, being the main guy, not like a coach over there, but like be like the Dana White over there. And if I didn't do it, then, you know, it's going to be tougher to get fights. So I, um, I did that. And then, but I, I stayed in shape and I maintained, you know, um, you know, my diet and I worked my diet and then it took like a whole year to really shred, you know, shred down and get, you know, I felt great. It's probably the best I felt in a long time, but you know, second, uh, early in the second round, I got hit in the eye and, and, you know, <laughs> and I just fought until, you know, I was just looking for the knockout, trying to win by knockout. Cause I couldn't really see what was coming. You know, my, my, uh, depth of, uh, you know, my vision and everything was pretty much gone. I broke the bone underneath the, 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 the eyeball, the, 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 that, what holds up the eyeball. So yeah, that orbital bone, that was, that was uh, Play when I when that happened when Michael Bisping hit me with a weird, you know, jab that hit me, or hit me in the weird spot, um, like it was I felt like throwing up and you know shitting at the same time. So oh, I, I felt that, but I'm married, so I get to feel that way. So I don't know about you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> don't make your wife hear you say that. Oh no, uh, no. yeah, I know. Don't listen, please. That, yeah. Do you ever? I mean, you you look in great shape. I'm, I'm really I'm I'm being honest with you. Did you ever get the itch to to get in the cage again? Maybe not for the UFC, but for like Ryzen or something, you know, something different. There, of course, there's always that, you know, warriors, you know, attitude, and you know, once a warrior, is, uh, once a warrior, always a warrior. But you know, I think, uh, yeah, I gotta focus my attention on, you know, what I can have a long career, something with longevity, and you know, do, doing action films. Whether I take it back to uh, Vietnam and build something over there, you know, there's there's a lot of people interested in getting behind me and funding like you know uh, you know putting out money to have me star in the movie and you know bring in the the right action guys to to um to develop the action with me and you know there's there's a lot of guys that you know they're asian and they're really talented but at the same time they still you know they they still get suppressed and you know these some of these guys are the action guys and they create all the action and you know the the second unit directors um you know who are you know caucasian they're getting all the credit but it's truly you know a lot of these guys they're even they're just stunt guys they they're the one who makes the you know they're the one who makes the the, the actors look good you know so i just uh, you know get a chance to collaborate and work with you know everyone you know you know uh, you know i'm working with uh, you know your friend yoshi right now and uh, you know it's uh you know like what what he brought to the table and it's not even in an office, you know, and he did that on his home computer. It's like amazing, right? I just shot like a, <clears throat> like a, basically like a, uh, not even a short, but it's like a character, um, what Logan Lee as a character went through to get to where he's at, to show the investor, look, hey, we're going to tell a story. We're going to show, you know, everything through his memory, through his voiceover and through what happened what happened and and then uh, you know what he's doing about it and it, it builds that you know anticipation for people to be like damn i, I want to watch that movie because everything's really stylized you get the you know the, the great close-ups that all the like the big stars get and you know and you know i got the he's a um, 
he's a director that um, he's got about 70 films as a stuntman or actor underneath his belt. He's worked with some of the best. He's got four independents, uh, independent films of, of his own, so he, ha- he has experience. But man, like working with him, I was I was shocked. I, it was like like working with some of the high level directors that I've worked with. You know, so yeah. Then um, now uh, to be clear, Logan Lee, that's the name of your character in the Codename Dragon film you're coming up yeah. in, right? So this is going to be like you want this to be like at least a trilogy. You want this uh, character to continue, right? This is the story you want to tell. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's definitely going to have uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, a trilogy. Uh, you know, so it's uh, I, I think it's going to be fun. You know, he's not one of those guys that he walks away from an explosion without tripping. You know, um, he feels pain, and you know, he during you know intense situation, he's like. You know, talking to himself and wondering why he's he's even there. But then, you know, uh, then 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 he realizes, you know, wh- you know, his, his motive, you know, his mo- mo- motives yeah. to to do what he he has to do. So I, I, I it's it's a really um um you know I, I, for me it's a very uh, deep and um, uh, solid character that I get a chance to you know like play and mold and and develop that that's that, that's that's awesome it's i mean it sounds you sold me it sounds great yoshi told me that character is based on him was he lying about that i don't know what's going on <laughs> you're no. so full of shit <laughs> <laughs> no no of course i'm kidding and i promise i won't take up too much of your time once again mr Lee, i really really appreciate you coming on and talking to us about this uh, you know what? I, I think you made a great point about how you're we don't see too many um, like you're a great representative of the Asian culture, especially in action films. We don't see that coming over to this side. It's usually always separate between like Hong Kong cinema and then American cinema. It doesn't there's not too much of a crossover. And I think you're a great, perfect representation of both, you know. Oh, uh, you know, thank you very much. It's it's uh, I think, you know, now that the Asian community, you know, they're like a lot of the heroes, you know, Jackie Chan, you know. He's he's got his own funding. He's very selective in in the movie that he does, but he's not really doing too much over in the states right now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, he recently um, uh, released one. I thought you know he 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 did a, a very great job of acting and playing serious, but the foreigner, you know, right? Uh, you know, um, you know, uh, there's a you know just a, a few adjustments I would have done, and, and I think you know the character would have been a lot more solid. Um, and um, I, the, I believe the movie says the, the tourist, right? Uh, so, the the foreigner, yeah. No, the, yeah, the foreigner. Sorry, I'm, I'm at the tourist. But <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, and, and Jet Li, you know, I, I think you know he's, you know, his health wise is not, uh, you know, he's he's not he's not completely healthy, and Donnie Yen making this push over here, so it's. Uh, no, I, I think you know the market is is open, and you know for for me, I've been focusing a lot on my acting, and I'm picking characters that you know that you know has some depth and um, some layers, so I can develop um, you know my my abilities to you know mold the character to bring that character to life. Yeah, you you absolutely, and you're doing it, and you're doing it in a great way. Uh, well, th- thank you very much for uh, for the interview. Is there anything else you wanted to promote? Any other film? Anything else before we let you go? No, you know, I just uh, I'm just on here and talking to you know the fans that are that are listening, and 
thanks for all the support. Uh, it's more about them because, uh, you know, if, if they're not supporting me, if they're not, you know, um, enjoying what I do, uh, you know, I don't think I'd have a job. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Well, we definitely get your name out there, and we'll definitely promote you. We're huge fans, huge, huge fans, both of us here, and and we have a lot of my listeners are Vietnamese as well. So well, I told some of my friends that are like, "Oh, I'm having you on," and they were just freaking out. Like, so really, really do appreciate you coming through. Definitely, uh, you know, I, I just like to say um, hello, not just to the Vietnamese community, but to all of the Asian community, to everyone who's listening. You know, um, united we stand strong, and apart we are definitely uh, weaker. That's that's a, true words that have been said. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Lee. Come on. All right. <laughs> thank you very much. All right. Bye. Dude, that was that was great. Dude, that was great, man. That interview. He he really was like I only had to ask a couple questions. He went on his thing, you know. You texting him right now? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, to appreciate that, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Tell him the same for me, dude. That was a good interview. Right? You got you, hey, get you made him legit. laugh a couple times. Yeah. What you said? No problem. That was it, dude. dude that was perfect, man. Yeah, I made him laugh a couple times, man. Go, sorry, I had to put you on the spot. It's always got to. It's see. all good. Yeah, right. It's good. Good. Yeah, I figured you would. Oh, I figured. Good. Oh, we still record. All right, yeah, we're still. <laughs> I was, All right, I just, that was pretty cool, man. Got off that little high there, huh? Dude, that was legit. Like you handled it like a champ. You like dude. that? You like? Oh man, I appreciate that, dude. I was nervous. You, you, you've, been, you've been channeling your inner uh, Ariel Hawani. Huh? <laughs> oh, <get laughs> out. I also thought I didn't ask no stupid questions like him, but yeah, uh, that's the problem. Yeah, with... Dude, I like your Hawani. What are you talking about? Well, here's my thing. Like, I, I like him, but I he does instigate. But I do like him. I mean, listen to his podcast, but, never miss. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I used to think the same thing once in a while, but. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that there's a journalist that's willing to like to ask the to tough ask, questions yeah. instead of like, like, like when he when he like, I'm not gonna do that I'm like not gonna bring he, up Marcus Bisling he brought yeah, it up I didn't, yeah. when he confronted uh, Bob like Bob Sapp yeah about straight actually up. straight up like I'm calling like, your yeah, fight yeah. yeah are Shout you out, Ariel you need a 3D artist yeah. call me what's up <laughs> <laughs> nah uh, shit man I'm not comparing him yeah thank you for for uh, for uh, comparing me to him but no like. Because that's the problem with, like, preparing too much. Like, if I have a bunch of set of questions, well, then I'm just doing the motions. But I generally want to listen to what he's saying. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, I, I told mm-hmm. you you wouldn't have to ask him much. He's, uh, he's you know, he's, Great he's a very talker. friendly guy, yeah. very yeah. sociable. Um, you know, from what I've spoken to him, you know, I always have a blast talking to him. So, yeah. you know, he's, he's a very friendly guy. He keeps you interested in what he has to say. I, I love that he gave long-form answers. And that way I didn't have to, like, get it, something more out well, of it. That's a that speaks to his experience in doing interviews, right? I, I guess, I guess so, man. Yeah, that was great, man. That was really, dude. I'm on a little bit of high from the smoke with Kung Lee. Homie. That's the stuff. The biggest, you. biggest star you've had, huh? The, so far, oh man, I, 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 I don't I know, man. That. Yeah. Joey Gomez. Oh, that's, that's pretty, our boy huge. Joey, that's man. Huge, that's dude. our boy <laughs> Joey. That was early on. That's yeah, when we were small podcast. Did you, did you interview him before his, his first fight in the UFC? It was right before. It was right like before, a promo right? to it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and we put the episode out right on the weekend of. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, no, no, no. Kenley was a uh, legit, really, really, really cool guy to talk to, man. Dude, if you guys don't know his movies, check out his films. Uh, the newest one, obviously, is Codename Dragon. But he's had a bunch. Uh, the biggest one that I know that, I, that I've watched over repeatedly is uh, Man with the Iron Fist with oh, RZA. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I, th- yeah. I thought you were going to say Fighting with Channing Tatum. Oh, Fighting was. Yeah, but he wasn't, the, like, the main. Tr- yeah, but he That's wasn't true. fighting. Yeah, he wasn't fighting with Channing Tatum. For all, Actually, he fucks Channing Tatum up a little bit in. Uh, in real life, obviously, you could probably kick everyone's ass in that fucking movie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. What's his name? Um, <laughs> Who's the black dude? <laughs> Terrence Howard. Oh, get the fuck. Terrence. 
That's kind of funny, man. Dude, I can't believe we just interviewed Kung Lee. Uh, yeah, this is a mini episode, so it's going to be under an hour. But, fuck, that was that was tight, man. I'm glad he was uh, real talkative, man. He was really uh, should, cool. Should I call Ronda Marcos now? No, I'm kidding. <clears throat> yeah, remember? Shit, I'll call her right now. No, it's like fucking midnight where she's at right now. <clears throat> that was cool, man. Appreciate you having uh, having um, having come on and all that stuff. Hell yeah, man. Give a... We should have had that while it was playing, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> Yeah, yeah so, interview... so he thinks you have a bigger audience. <laughs> like where every time you told a joke, like, yeah, yeah. he knows you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, glad but... he laughed, dude, because I was I wasn't sure if it was gonna be awkward. I'm glad he he, he was uh, he was like he got the jokes. He, he was cool. Oh right? yeah. yeah, good shit, man. Good shit. That was, that was a good that was a good show. All right, folks, man, that's about it, man. I really really uh, appreciate you guys listening through, and that was Kung Lee, Kung fucking Lee, man, the dragon, homie. That's <laughs> code name the dragon right there. Uh, check out his film when it comes. It's, it's dropping later this year, right? I think I in May. Think so. uh, I don't know the release date. Uh, so I think it's sometime before the summer. But Codename the Dragon, check it out. He's gonna start. And like, yeah, if it like well, you never know, man. This could be his John Wick. This could be his Taken. You know where they just blow up. And, oh yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. Well, to be fair, Keanu was didn't need Wick. He had a few things before that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Keanu's Keanu, of course. Even Liam Neeson too. But I'm just saying, like, this could be Lee's version of it. You know. As much as I love Keanu. I feel like now I, I, I'm not saying he's, he's a bad actor. He's not a bad actor. He no, he's great. Actor. I like him. Yeah, but I feel like he has outside of big guys like mm-hmm. The Rock and Arnold. Right. Like, I don't count those guys because they get roles just for being big in general. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. But like for an actor, I feel like he's the highest paid in terms of ratio to acting ability. Like that's biggest, fair. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Like, I'm not saying he's yeah. a bad actor, but like, no. like there are actors that are like amazing yeah. actors, and they he's don't not draw. Daniel they don't draw as much yeah. as him. Right. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad bad actor, but I don't think he's gonna mm-hmm. like out act like Natalie Portman. For no, example. no, he's not the Daniel Day Lewis type. A, but he's I, better than like an Arnold or a Vin Diesel or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah, but I think he's he's a bigger draw than like Natalie Portman. Of course, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, sure. You know, it's it's awesome. I mean, you you saw that picture with me next to him. Like he's a skinny guy. You know, I mean, he's not a big dude, but he pulls it off. Like there's somebody's about he, his presence. He can play an older Kylo Ren. I'd be so. Oh yeah, because they look so much alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen those back to back pictures. That'd be great, man. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Kylo. Kylo oh, Ren. Whoa. Oh, Kylo Ren here, dude. Join oh, me. Darth, Darth Vader is my hero. <laughs> all right we're gonna end with that horrible keanu reason pressure for both of us but no honestly Kung Lee, i'm Send a little bit hyped. i'll kill him i'll, I'll kill, kill him all <laughs> uh yeah that was a good uh fucking uh great interview man with thank you once again thank you to our friend Kung lee maybe we'll have him back on the podcast when the movie comes out and it's a big success you know and he yeah, i'm sure he'll agree come on uh but other than that this has been snooze and booze bring your t- cheers fears and pretty good beers